Tips from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children have led to charges against the Lafayette man. I think as we get into the overnight hours, uh, we're probably going to see a few more snow showers develop. There's a little disturbance here in Missouri. He was arrested on a warrant for dealing cocaine at Worley's Inn on South 3rd Street, Logansport. He's the Democratic candidate running for state representative and district. Initially, Judge Steve Myers sentenced Stephen Burns to 70 years behind bars. But before he left the courtroom, the sentence was even longer. Woo, this is live from the 765. It's been a minute. Um, I know I haven't podcasted in like two weeks, and I got the jitters. I'll go the jitters. And um, I just feel like we uh, need to talk about some things that are going around in the area. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some good stuff. Uh, I got some good stories and a little bit of um, updates as far as uh, the Delphi murders go. So uh, let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> had this song in like middle school do you realize how dirty the twerking would have been even though back in the day it wasn't called twerking it was just called like um dancing provocatively and um miss clifton would come around and um, put a water bottle in between um a man's frontal part and a woman's back part and be like you can't touch you can look but you can't touch and that's kind of like how we've always been in our lives, right? We can always look, but we can't touch. Um, and that goes with everything. How weird. Whoa. Deep thoughts. Dab thoughts. Anyway, um, let's get into this funny story. Um, police actually chased a suspect uh, into Lake Schaefer. <laughs> uh, the, Monon, the Monon Town Marshal said an unlicensed driver was taken into custody Friday after a pursuit that reached speeds around 100 miles an hour made the uh, assailant run away and jump into Lake Schaefer and try and escape. An officer in the pursuit swam after him and brought him back to shore. That guy deserves a medal because you know he was smelling like a dead possum's ass when he walked out of that lake. And he went after this dude. I would have been like, dude, if I was that cop and I saw someone running away from me and he jumps into Lake Schaefer, I'd be like, touche, good job. All right, you win. I'm going to um, just keep a flashlight on you, and I'll just wait until you come out, man, because I'm not getting in that water. I've been in that water. I've seen the biggest dead carp I think I've ever seen in my whole entire life in that in that lake. But either way, um, apparently um, they did get him back, and now he's got, like, counts of operating a vehicle um, without a license. Um, here's my best part, or here's the best part of the story. They said they are also awaiting toxicology results to determine whether or drugs, whether drugs or alcohol were a factor. Of course they were a damn factor. Someone was hitting the old damn booger sugar, doing a couple lines and been like, I'm going to get away. I'm going to jump in this Lake Schaefer and smell like a possum's ass. But a cop ain't going to come after me. At least I wouldn't have. Um, moving on, uh, Trump, President Trump was in Indianapolis for an NRA uh, convention, um, on Friday. Um, so that's fun. And apparently his son knew a dude or whatever. I don't, I'm not really quite sure how he knew, but he went to Crawfordsville and actually bagged up a little turkey, bagged up a little, uh, a little, 
I bagged up a little gobbler, so that's cool. Um, and apparently the guy that went with Donald Trump Jr. to hunt said that he was, and I quote, a heck of a nice guy. And that's that's a quote. I read that in the article. A heck of a nice guy. He's a heck of a nice guy. That's how you describe, like, um, your uncle that, like, you haven't seen in a while because he's, like, an extended family uncle. And when anybody else is around, they're like, oh, how would you describe Daryl? Well, he's a heck of a nice guy. Heck of a nice guy. Um, the Lafayette Parks Department would like some help from everyone around the area. They would like to help uh, or get some help to name the two new slides that are going into the cove. Apparently, they are going to be up to 35 mile an hour speed slides, and there's going to be two of them. I And now this is just off the top of my head. I was thinking either Tippecanoe and Tyler 2, which some people are probably like, oh, wow, listening, and they're like, oh, wow, wow, that's pretty cool. I'm also thinking um, name one domestic and one abuse, or one heroin and one uh, epidemic. I'm not quite sure. It, I mean, it doesn't really have the same ring to it as Tippecanoe and Tyler 2, and I understand that. But um, we need to bring um, awareness to a lot of different things going on in the Lafayette area. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe we should name it, like, one can be don't wear sweatpants and a tube top with no bra, and then the other one can be called in public. I think that might really work, too. And then a new thing that I've really been noticing, because I work over by Creasy, um, I'm going to name one slide, don't cross Creasy, and then the other one is you stupid shit. Um, because they cross 26 and Creasy, people cross just by running, and that doesn't make sense. Um, anyway, here's my favorite story for the week. So usually I have like a funny story and I already started my Lake Schaefer story with um, my favorite story. But um, this is actually a serious thing. Um, the Delphi murders, they actually, um, the investigation came out with new information. They, they called it um, a new direction um, in which they released a new sketch of someone that they, well, they, I mean, they have said um, it is the culprit. It is the, the murderer. Um, and they're, they're, but they're using the second sketch as a secondary. So, and we'll get into this here in a second. Um, they also released a little bit of more audio from, um, a recording that they got from, uh, one of the girls' phones. And then they also released, um, a, a video of the guy walking across the bridge instead of just the picture. Now there's actually a video as well. Um, so you have a lot of people right now um, confused, and they should be, just like me. Um, I'm very confused with some of the different th the reasonings, different things, and so I guess we'll start with one and move on. So the thing with the sketch that is confusing everybody is why have we been going for this older gentleman um, for two years, and then you have the new sketch, and the new sketch is a younger guy, I, in my opinion, younger guy, completely different, no facial hair, no, um, some of the things that, like, if you see the picture of the guy on, on the bridge, or if you watch the new video of the guy walking on the bridge, 
that the the sketch that they released originally that looks like that guy. The new sketch does not look like that guy, in my opinion. I don't I don't picture that new sketch that was released. I don't picture that face with that body. I guess that that man is older. He's um, as far as and I'm. And this is just me, but the clothing is is a, a indicative of an older gentleman. The jeans, the coat, um, multiple coats. He looks like he's got like fucking like a million hoodies and jackets and everything on, um, which was weird because it was hot that day, and that's what a lot of people, you know, said. But so you have the new sketch, and then the Indie Star came out with a article. Um, uh, uh, you know, kind of just bringing awareness to this new evidence for Indianapolis, for the Indianapolis area, um, and which they started doing some reporting. And apparently, that original sketch, or well, here, sorry, let me, it's <laughs> the second sketch that was just released, the newest sketch. Apparently, that sketch is not new. That sketch was done three days after the murders by a um, state trooper. And so then you're like, what? So why did they not go with that original sketch? How is that like how is that new evidence now? It's not it's not new. It's they've had it this whole time. And so um that's confusing number 1. Um a lot of people are also saying that they're very confused because why are they not releasing more audio? Why are they not releasing more video? You guys have been sitting on you know, this audio and that they just released and it's not even anything. It's still, it's just guys down the hill. It's not anything new, you know? So a lot of people are upset about that. It's not, you know, you can't hear one word and be like, Oh, that's, that's Jim down at the, down at the corner cellar. He talks and says guys like that. Everybody says guys. Um, if you're Harrison, you know what I'm saying? That, that one, I'm not going to say his name, but the teacher that always said, guys, shit, I heard it. And I was like, that could be <gasps> Mr. So-and-so. So that a lot of people are still upset by that because they don't believe that any of this is helping. It's kind of, they want to keep it in the dark. And I understand that. I, I am respectful of the law enforcement's reasonings. I, I'm not a damn cop, so I don't even understand. I'm just a, uh, a laptop detective like y'all. Sorry, I had to get some water. But I'm just a laptop detective just like anybody else. So I'm confused um, why why the sketches are completely different. I think, in my opinion, I think there's two people involved. Um, I don't believe that one person could control both of those girls. And a lot of people are saying, well, yeah, I mean, if he had a gun, I get that. But I don't know. Just the... In my opinion, I just think there's two people. And I could totally be wrong. Like I said, I mean, you know, could totally be wrong. Um, a lot of people believe that the um, murderer was uh, waiting at that park for a specific time, not um, particularly personally going after just those two girls. It was just a crime of opportunity. They were there. He was there. There was no one around, and bam. It was wrong place, wrong time. Um I think there's more into it than that, personally. I I don't know. I wouldn't say that it that he knew them. I would say that 
oh, that was more evidence as well. Um, that was what they also released. They did say that that um, the murderer definitely was from Delphi, is from Delphi, works in Delphi, uh, or, or you know knows the area f- for sure. I'm, I know for a really long time it was like we think we he may. Um, and, but I don't know this, you know, this time it was very different, um, because this is the first time that they allowed Delphi public into, um, uh, an evidence release. Usually it's just media. Um, but this time for some reason, um, you know, they brought a whole bunch of Delphi community members there. So the general public could go, that was different. Um, and then also just some of the things that the police officers were implying and saying, it kind of made it sound like they, shit, like they knew who it was. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's, uh, um, we could talk about it all night because there's so many different, um, things. And also, uh, they're looking for a vehicle, um, they asked the public if there was like a vehicle, if the, if you knew of a vehicle that um, was at the this old building. It's not there anymore, but two you know two years ago it was there. Um, I think they called it the DOC building, maybe or something. I forget. I'm sorry. I'm not. Um, I'm not remembering right now. But um, I mean, we could talk about it all all week, all month, all year. Um, but hopefully this new evidence does lead more and more people to continue to talk about it. Um, either they're hot on the trail of this guy or they're completely the opposite way and we have no idea. So um, definitely get online and uh, or go to the Indiana State Police website. Um, they have the new evidence there. Um, also, I watch um, a guy on YouTube. His name is Gray Hughes. Um, and you can look him up. He kind of, um, he's a laptop detective pretty much. Um, but people call in and ask him and he's been following, um, the Delphi case since it began. And he's very, very insightful as far as, um, you know, obviously he gets tips too. people call in and give him little tidbits. Um, which if y'all want to give me tidbits, I think that would be great. Cause I've got some too that I'm not gonna, um, put on this podcast just because it's very, what would you call it? Like personal, I guess. Not not to me, but to what happened, essentially, or, or allegedly. I love that word. Allegedly. Allegedly. So what happened was... Um, but anyway, um, that was pretty cool. That that came out, and um, hopefully I'm, I'm hoping for the best there. Um, a little bit of update as far as your weather is concerned. It's cold, and it's not going to get warm forever, it seems. Um, Chicago's getting five to seven inches this weekend. <laughs> uh, I never said of snow. Ooh, hello. Looks like I'm going to Chicago. <laughs> no, it'd be an inch and a half to two. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just sixties, uh, and mid sixties and rain and just rain, lots of rain. Hopefully you're cool with rain. Um, also there's a bunch of Democrats running for president. You can look that up. There's too many of them. And I'm not going to talk about that because there's too many. There's like 21. Which is absolutely crazy. Um, if you've got any things to say, uh, comment on on the podcast or give me a shout or tag or whatever. Um, I've had a lot of people have been, been tagging me. 
um, telling me they really enjoy the podcast. So I'm going to continue on now that we've we've moved. And so I am going to um, continue doing them every week. Um, sorry for the two-week little delay. Um, hopefully we'll have some more people on here and we can we can chill and talk and have some fun. Maybe I'll do some long-form podcasts too, have some people on just talking about life and shit. So, um, yeah, sounds good. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. In 1999, J.L. Anderson Heating and Cooling began serving the greater Lafayette, Indiana community. And since that first year, they've grown into a company that has much to offer to homeowners and business owners alike. Their exceptional staff and high-quality product line allows them to provide the finest HVAC service and installation to all of their clients. Over the years, they've served thousands of customers, both commercial and residential. Call JL Anderson Heating and Cooling today.